Clergy Development presents Pastor Pause with Steve Ely. Welcome to this podcast where Steve Ely and guests discuss the role of pastor with all of its challenges and issues. Take the time to pause and listen. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. This is Steve Ely. It's uh, a real delight to have you guys join me for this inaugural episode of Pastor Pause. Um, and I just want to take a few minutes of your time and <clears throat> start a conversation with you, basically sharing the why, because I think that's important for you to know why you should even listen to this podcast on a regular basis. I think to understand the why, uh, it's important for you to understand my story a little bit. And so rather than having a guest in for this first episode, I just want to take a little bit of time and share my uh, thoughts on why we're here. And then I'll share with you uh, some of the concepts and guests that we will have in the future that I think will be beneficial if you are in the ministry, uh, thinking about being in the ministry or already in the ministry, it'd be worth your time listening. So um, some of you are familiar with my story, probably not everyone, so I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but I do need to kind of give you uh, a 50,000 foot level overview, if you will, of of what has taken place in my life so that you understand uh, why we're here on this podcast. So I grew up in a minister's home, uh, third generation preacher. Uh, My dad has been preaching all of my life uh, right out of college. He got saved at uh, Oklahoma University. His roommate led him to the Lord, and then he went straight into the ministry. And uh, so he's been pastoring or preaching, serving in various roles um, in our denomination for decades. And uh, one of the the best preacher I know, for sure. Uh, But some of you don't know that my my mom's mom uh, was a pastor and planted a church in a little bitty town in Oklahoma called Purcell, Oklahoma. And she pastored that church that she planted until she was 101 um, and passed away. Real strict holiness background. And so I've got uh, two generations ahead of me that have been in the ministry. And so I grew up in that environment and really never wanted to do anything else. Uh, Right out of high school, went straight to Southwestern Christian University and graduated there in 1990. And out of that, moved to South Carolina, become a youth pastor in McCall, South Carolina, there for 22 months. And then my wife and I moved to Greenville, North Carolina, where we served as a youth pastor for six and a half years and really learned a lot of valuable lessons there um, that still come through and are in operation in my ministry today. today. Uh, then came back to Oklahoma to serve as campus pastor and director of admissions at Southwestern, my alma mater. Um, but after two years of that, received a call and was invited to be national youth director for our denomination, really prayed about it and made the decision to do that and did that for seven and a half years. And then that's where some of you that know me um, or may have been familiar with me at that time because I was traveling so much, you may have kind of lost touch with what we did. Uh, We made the decision, Julie and I did, to plant a church here in Oklahoma City. And so 16 years ago, we planted Passion Church. Uh, We started with seven couples in our living room. And over the next 16 years, 
uh, took the journey of being a church planter and a lead pastor. Um, Julie serves as the worship uh, leader at the church. And even to this day, uh, although my role just recently changed, we'll talk about that probably in some future episode, but um, I stepped into a founding pastor role in June and basically <clears throat> handed the reins to one of my friends and just uh, felt like the Lord had led me to take this role that I'm in now uh, as clergy development director for the International Pentecostal Holiness Church. So now I preach once a month at the church that we started, Julie's still leading worship there. And uh, my task now is to, it basically runs on two tracks. One is to care for the ministers of our denomination. There's about 7,000 licensed ministers in our denomination and about 1,630 something lead pastors. So uh, try to pro uh, provide care for them through uh, information about sabbatical programs, counselors, um, and just reaching out to them personally. Uh, and then also uh, the second track is to develop our, our ministers. And that can take place through training or resources. And really right now in the throes of revamping and reconfiguring our entire credentials program so that we can uh, become unified across the whole movement on how a person uh, navigates to get their license and then ultimately their ordination. So it's been a very busy season from June until uh, now, June 2023 to January 2024 has been a whirlwind. Um, but I think uh, that's what I'm doing. But let me tell you why. Um, I am passionate about helping, helping other ministers. And that's not new for me. That actually started back in uh, Greenville when I was a youth pastor. I felt like the Lord spoke to me and told me, to take care of the young men, especially in my youth ministry that felt called to be preachers. And I'd kind of overlooked it and suddenly came to a revelation or a realization that I had 11 young men uh, there in the youth ministry that felt a call on their life. And I really hadn't done much to develop them. And so we began over a two-year period being very intentional about trying to help them become better, better at ministry, starting from scratch for most of them. And so we, we studied study practices and preaching, and we would evaluate one another and just try to help each other get better. And then out of that, it launched me to um, the national youth director position where that was a significant part of my responsibility, which I loved, which was to try to mentor and help uh, youth pastors all across the nation. So it started way back then, but uh where it's kind of developed in my heart and my life is that uh, while being a senior pastor, I uh, experienced some pretty interesting things. My story is probably not much different than most of you listening. If you're leading a church, you recognize the issues and challenges, the stress um, and the impact it can have on you. Uh, I just recently got back from a conference where uh, George Barna, his organization presented some new stats about ministers, and it reveals what we all know, and that is that most of us as uh, lead pastors uh, working in a local church battle isolation and feeling like we're alone. And then another stat that came behind that they discovered was that I think it was like 30, uh, less than 30 percent uh, ever get any contact or uh resource, not resources, but um, relationship with any other uh, person like a mentor, a coach, or someone in a network or denomination helping them. 
And so it just compounds to where you feel like you're alone, that you're doing ministry alone. And for those of you that are listening that are like me, I'm a little bit of an introvert, which most people think that's a joke, but I really am. Um, what happens is you end up isolating yourself. And that's really what took place in my life. There was a, a moment about nine years ago, um, I was 46 years old, uh, leading the church and everything was going great. There were some tension moments, um, some some issues going on. We just filmed a, finished a, a building project, um, had a a key role, a key person in our, our ministry that had a moral failure. Um, then some, uh, staff issues, just a whole bunch of things all at once. And I thought I was handling it pretty well. And, uh, long story short, end up uh, at a basketball tournament for my oldest son, his national basketball tournament. And in the course of one of the games starting, having started having chest pains and lo and behold, after a long drawn out, uh, refusing to go to the hospital kind of thing. I finally gave in and we discovered I was having a heart attack, uh, even though I was in good shape uh, at the time. And uh, the doctor just looked at me and said, this is all stress induced and you're going to have to change how you do things. And so we did. We, uh, Julie and I left and uh, went on a three-month sabbatical. Um, I made some changes in how we operated at the church. and But out of that, um, just really have a heart for helping other ministers that may feel some of what I felt, uh, the aloneness, um, the being isolated, feeling like nobody cares. I can vividly remember some moments in the ministry there at the church where Sunday after Sunday, I would get up and preach and just feel uh, like nobody really knew what I was going through and that nobody really cared and that I was forgotten. And that's a, a scary place to be. Uh, and so I had to take some uh, intentional steps to change all that. Uh, I had to intentionally pursue relationships um, with other ministers so that we could talk about what we were experiencing and what we were going through. I got a counselor, um, just several things like that. And so because of that, I feel for ministers who are out there and they're faithfully serving. I enjoyed being a pastor. I kind of get destination disease sometimes and uh, don't enjoy the journey very much, but I enjoyed being a pastor, but the pressure of that is just overwhelming at times. And so I just realized that our, our ministers need someone who understands what they're feeling and what they're going through and what they're facing. And so that's the why behind this podcast is for us to take just a few moments every so often and stop and consider some of the things that are going on in ministry in our lives so that we can stay healthy, uh, not only spiritually healthy, but physically and mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, uh, because it all works together to produce who we are as ministers. And so if I can help someone uh, that hasn't experienced what I experienced, avoid that, or uh, maybe help someone that's in the middle of that, that doesn't really know what to do or what to think or how to proceed. Uh, that's the goal of this podcast. And so over the course of the, uh, the, this, uh, the, the upcoming episodes, that's what we're going to deal with. I'll bring in guests. Um, in fact, I, I strongly encourage you to uh, join us for the next episode of Pastor Pause because I'm going to be joined by uh, Dr. Chris Adams. Uh, he is the executive director of an organization called Flourishing in Ministry, um, and it 
specifically deals with the 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 things that have to be in place for a minister to thrive and to flourish and they've backed it up with extensive um deep research into ministers and they've discovered some common denominators for the people that flourish in ministry and i think that's our goal all of us but i think it helps us to hear um to uh, he hear the research and the information that backs it up and kind of lays it out for us. And so I'm really looking forward to that episode with Dr. Chris Adams, and you're not going to want to miss that. He'll give us those those things. So um, then after that, we're just going to have some other guests on that will talk about their experience in ministry, um, how they navigated some of the tough issues. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk to folks that have been in it a long time and some that have just just getting started. And I think all of it will help us have a, a perspective of what ministry is about and what we face as ministers. And so I just encourage you to join me on this journey. I, I hope it's going to be enjoyable, but I also hope it's going to be more than just uh, enjoyable or informative. I hope it'll be transformational that as uh, as you listen, the Holy Spirit will say something to you that may capture your attention and cause you to think for a moment, to maybe even take some steps that would keep you from going down the path that I went uh, and maybe avoid some of those pitfalls. And so I just believe the Holy Spirit can do that as we're, as we're in these discussions. And so I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen and I hope you'll be a regular uh, listener on this podcast as we try to uh, just take moments here and there and pause in our schedule and learn and grow and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. So I uh, bless you, each and every one of you. I appreciate you trusting me and joining me for this time, and I look forward to it as we go forward. God bless. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hit pause. Feel free to reach out to Steve about anything you heard at S-E-L-Y at IPHC.org. Also, don't forget to visit www.phpastor.org for resources for pastors. Be sure to check back for the next episode of Pastor Pause with Steve Ely.